Hey everyone, and welcome out to 63 of a Nerd Named Mark podcast. I know what you're thinking. Whoa, it's Mark. We haven't heard from you in a while. I know, I took three weeks off, okay? I was busy, just really abruptly busy, honestly, and had some things going on. Had some, my hands in a couple cookie jars, working on some other projects to get them going and ready. So I kind of put a Nerd Named Mark on the back burner. I didn't forget about you guys at all. You know, for those of you who follow me on social media, you know I've been very busy. Since the last episode, after streaming for 40 days, I am now a Twitch affiliate. Got a couple subs. Thank you guys for the support who's been coming and hanging out, watching me play RPGs, doing Supercard, just chilling and hanging out. That's been, you know, one of the main things I was focusing on. Also, really putting in some effort into YouTube, the YouTube channel as well, um, and working on another podcast. And then I've been a guest on a few other shows. So if you follow me on social media, which links are in the description of the podcast, uh, you'll see what, you know, shows I've been guest spotting on and, you know, doing some things. And yeah, so I have two episodes this week for a Nerd Name Mark podcast. This one and 64, they're both going live this week. That's going to be a two-parter because a lot's been going on for three weeks. And, you know, Southern California, we're in a stay-at-home order again. We got in the purple, so I got some time on my hands to work on a lot of things and yeah so this episode i'm going to be kind of catching up on video games and some comics and some movies so there's no real topic and then the next episode will be the main topic which is going to be talking about like journalism reviewing video games just deep diving into that because there's been a lot of social media tea and cheese so to speak about you know, revolving not just around the Cyberpunk 2077 reviews that were coming out, because there's been a six, some sevens, and as someone who started reviewing video games in 2016, 2006, and I stopped around 2016, 2017 reviewing video games, and, you know, the, the culture of the internet and fans and backlash, regardless of people's opinions, is kind of why I stopped reviewing video games. I was kind of over it. It was getting just annoying. Because, you know, if you're going to talk shit about reviews, like, go review something yourself then, you know? And, and that's it. That's, you know, there's professionalism. But that's going to be in episode 64. Now, before I get into games and movies, I'm going to start with comics because it's been really lull. It's been very light for me with comics. I've been going through and picking up trades a lot lately. Like, I just got another copy because I can't find mine, oddly enough, of Batman uh, The Long Halloween. Love one of my favorite Batman stories besides like Hush and Court of Owls. So I picked that up and then it's far away from me, but I did get another one. And while I figure out the name of it, uh, let's talk about comics. So since the last time I did an episode, there's been some new stuff that started. Um, we had the Power Rangers now is two separate ones called Mighty Morphin and Power Rangers. Those started with number one, and number two is coming out this week. And it's been intriguing. I'm on my separate review podcast that I finally got launched up. I will be talking about those for spoilers. Cena uh, Grace, great writer. He wrote Iceman, Go-Go Power Rangers, Ghosted in L.A. He has a new uh comic out called getting it together great comic i strongly suggest you go check it out go to your local comic book shop or online order it scoop it up trust me you you'll you'll enjoy it especially if you like ghosted in la and you like cena grace's uh writing style definitely recommend that 
Okay, I figured out. It's called The Road to Metal, the Batman Dark Days. So it's like leading up to, you know, everything that was going on with the Batman Who Laughs and the metal arc in DC. So I was like, because I wasn't pulling those comics, you know. I was getting, I was going to wait for trades because it wasn't something that I felt I needed to have in my collection. And then, oddly enough, unbeknownst to me, I didn't know this, Boom launched a Mega Man fully charged comic and let me tell you these full art virgin covers are so good like i'm loving them so much but sadly i only got uh, issues two three and four i need to hunt down issue number one still and then some other ones i got you know dr doom number nine dropped the x of swords series um i wasn't pulling them individually i'm still only pulling hickman's regular x-men comics but i do plan on getting x of swords as a trade and oh that was an obnoxious motorcycle and another one i've been getting into which is almost done i think they're on three or four now is stranger things the science camp four issue run which kind of shows dunstan uh everything happened over the summer during between season two and three with him going to science camp and then sabrina the teenage witch the something wicked arc is basically done almost like almost there's like one more arc issue left and then obviously since then i don't know if i talked about it but batman three jokers is done great series great run that's actually going to be reviewed on my separate podcast but that's really it for just like individual comics like trades i've been picking up a lot i got the book one of chilling adventures of sabrina i hunted down some lock and key trades um let's see what else did we get i got a, I got a good amount of trades actually that's like been my go-to thing is picking up trades to get arcs that i haven't you know read individual issues of uh then there was you know i i use dc unlimited or whatever they're going to be renaming it to read my dc back issues so it's like it's been a lot of comics just but not really a lot of new stuff i'm rereading a lot of older issues right now it's holiday season with the stay-at-home order i really can't financially justify dropping a lot of money on comics right now so that's kind of like you know same thing every year i always always slow down from december until like february you know tax season so to speak and yeah that's that's a really for comics not like a whole bunch you know that's why i was like oh three weeks like i you know not really a lot of purchases um i didn't buy any comics last week i've been waiting and doing it every other week just because i'm not in any hurry i guess to get my comics you know like i'm not i don't read spoilers anyways on the internet for comics because it's not really do or die for me it's not or well i should say life or death if i like have to like know my arcs and read my comics every week and i don't pull that many anyways and they save them for me so it doesn't really you know hurt me to wait you know a week or so you know i don't want to go all the way out in public go to the comic book store to pick up like one or two comics you know it's i'm trying to social distance and go shopping to stores in the set as like little amount as possible which is why amazon prime is amazing because i just am order everything on amazon you know so yeah that's it for comics and video games that's a lot honestly for those of you who have been catching my streams and after the last episode anyways i talked about you know i finished uh dark pictures anthology little hope loved it as someone who grew up in connecticut has been to salem massachusetts many times i used to go camping in salem there's actually a campground there and 
I really enjoyed Little Hope with the whole flashbacks to witch trials and the lore and history because that's something that's always, you know, interested me. But, you know, whenever you see anything like Salem related, whether it's a TV show, a movie, or this and that, it's always like the same thing. There's like a cookie cutter structure to it. So I'm like, eh, this isn't really appealing to me. But Little Hope, so good. Like, I'm... mm, really good game if you haven't already i strongly suggest you go check it out it's it's one of my favorite games i played this year and it's short but you know you know what i mean like i like those type of games so it's like it probably isn't on anyone else's like game of the year or like x whatever of the year but for me i put it in the top 10 for the year that i played and then you know since i got the switch i've been playing the switch a lot i've been playing xenoblade chronicles definitive edition because, you know, every once in a while I need that, like, RPG kick. And Xenoblade Chronicles delivers. As well as, I've been dive back into uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake. I've been playing uh, Super Dragon Ball Heroes World Mission. Which is the, based on, like, that little short, like, anime series. Where it's kind of like all the characters and it's a card game. At least in the video game, it's a card game. It's a, It's a lot of fun. I've been enjoying it. And, oh, man, there's so many. I've been streaming, actually streaming a lot of WWE Supercard. Now, I know a lot of people on mobile games, but you know what? Season 7 dropped. I'm loving every second of it. Uh, three new tiers. So we got Biomechanical Tier, Swarm Tier, and Behemoth Tier. Behemoth and Swarm Tier, little kaiju theme. So, you know, Tokusatsu, that's how you lure me in. You do anything Tokusatsu, and, like, I'm there. That's my That's my bread and butter. I love it so much. And just a lot of, I've been playing Among Us a lot with friends too. Among Us, it's like fun to kill time, distract yourself from everything going on. It's like, oh, let's play some Among Us. Like, okay, I'm down, you know? And uh, another game, I've been holding off on it, but I got it really cheap. And I couldn't say no. I've been playing Days Gone, like, a lot. And it's a really good game. I know a lot of people were telling me, um, based on the game at launch to how it is now after patches and content added, it's a lot better now than it was at launch. Uh, and I'm kind of glad I waited then because I'm enjoying every second of it. Like it's really good. And I strongly recommend it. If you haven't played it to go check that out. And one of the big things, cause I haven't really done an episode since, uh, the PlayStation five and the Xbox series X and S dropped. Haven't, haven't really talked about it. I mean, I talked about it the year they, you know, the, I talked about it the week they came out. And then, you know, I went on my spiel about variant covers for comics. But, um, what is it? I'm trying to think. Game Pass now has EA Play a part of it. And Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order is on there. Whew. Oh, my God. What a game. So cinematic. It's gorgeous looking. And it's one of the games I'm not streaming. I've just been playing it to just enjoy it. And trust me, I'm enjoying every second of it. It is so good. I think if you have Game Pass, there's no reason why you shouldn't be playing that right now, honestly. And speaking of Game Pass, Dragon Quest XI-S, uh, Echo, whatever, uh, Definitive Edition, is also on Game Pass for PC and the consoles. And So I'm like, there's so many RPGs right now. And I'm like, you know what? I have a stay-at-home order in place here. So it's like... I'm going to be completing a lot of RPGs, I tell you what. Like, I'm going to be completing so many because on top of it, because there's so many hours in the day, why wouldn't I? I actually started playing Stardew Valley again, 
with a fresh new farm. And I'm like, what's the worst can happen? You know, 100 hours gone again. Who knows? Like, that game has such a love-hate relationship with Stardew Valley. Because on the one hand, it's so... It's a good way to kill time. And I like, you know, anything where, where there's crafting, farming, this and that. Like, um, what's that other one? Rune Factory, Harvest Moon, stuff like that. I love those games so much. Graveyard Keeper is another great one. That is a indie hidden gem if there ever was one. So, Graveyard Keeper. If you like Stardew Valley, Graveyard Keeper is just as good. But it has more of a story to it. To your character and everything else. So, it's like... You know, it's a little, I mean, someone could say a little morbid because you're a graveyard keeper, you're doing grave, you know, graveyard stuff and burning corpses, you know, also, you know, it's, it's, it is what it is, you know. But yeah, definitely check that out. I'm trying to think, there's so many games I've been playing, like, I'm all over the place. Even, oh, Common Rider Heroes of Memory dropped. I was streaming that, playing that like crazy. Love it. it I love Common Rider so much. Uh, the new franchise or the new fr- series that started Saber is growing on me. I think it's like ten or eleven episodes in, but that's a that's for another day to talk about Common Rider because I could I can go on a tangent that would probably be like three or four hours about Common Rider, and you know some uh I'm trying to think of other games because like there's I've literally been playing a lot like even on my phone I haven't just been playing W Supercard. I mean, there's still Pokemon Go. I'm still playing. I got back into Dokken Battle and Dragon Ball Legends because they added UI Goku, and I'm trying to get that Ultra Instinct. So you know, it, it, it's fun. I'm I'm enjoying the gaming to just kind of like not just kill time, but it's a nice break from like everything going on right now. So that's like been my escapism, I guess you could say. It's like I'm just like video games, video video games. Like just give me all the games. You know, okay, I'm done playing games or hanging out with my lady or this and that. Okay, time for bed. Wake up. Okay, you know, coffee, blah, blah, blah. All right, video games. All right, uh, watch some movies and good to go. Speaking of, that's my transition, by the way, in case you weren't, you're wondering. Video game or movies. Wow. I'm rusty, if you guys couldn't tell. Movies and TV shows. First off, HBO Max announcing their whole entire 2021 lineup of Warner Brother franchises are going to be on HBO Max the same day they go in theaters is the that made me so happy because I was already happy that we're going to get Wonder Woman 1984 on Christmas Day on HBO Max. But now we're getting Godzilla vs. King Kong. We're going to get Matrix 4, Suicide Squad 2, just everything. Warner. I'm like, yes, please. Like... Do I think that'll be the same thing for 2022? Probably not. And all the people are like hating on that decision. I was like, guys, this is smart. They see the end. Like, this isn't like a rash decision. They had to crunch the numbers, sit down, really think like, hey, even if with a vaccine and this and that, it's more of those people feeling comfortable enough to return to theaters. And it's like between marketing everything, because marketing is a big part of the budget. You have to market like, you know, like um, what are those things billboards posters tv spots like all this other stuff like marketing is a big is not cheap it's not like you know going to like a fedex kinko's and be like hey can i print out like a couple banners and a table display maybe some posters and flyers and then you give them like a hundred bucks and you got everything no they're like this is especially if you have to international marketing like that's expensive so they're going to save money on the marketing and you better believe people will sign up for HBO Max to watch Matrix 4 or Godzilla vs. King Kong or 
Suicide Squad 2, any other stuff. And I think things will be back, not back to normal 100%, but people are more comfortable to go to theaters in 2022, or at least the end of 2021. But we got to realize the first four months of next year, I don't think, I guarantee you no one's going to want to go to a theater at all. And speaking of, like we're talking movies. So I finally saw Tenet. I'm just going to go down the list of everything I've been watching. Tenet. Uh, this was visually such a good film. I mean, Christopher Nolan, when it comes to like the score and the background music to set the tone and really like get you into it, like he's literally in the upper echelon. He's top notch with that. And Tenet was just so visually appealing. Yes, about, I want to say 45 minutes in, almost an hour into the film, like I kind of figured a few of the things out. I'm not going to spoil it for everyone. And I was like, okay, I kind of figured this out. And I was right. But still, being right, it was one of the one of those satisfying. Like, I'm so glad I was right because that was such a good twist, such a good ending. And kind of like, you know, little Easter egg nods here to being like, okay, maybe there is an Inception tie in, maybe, possibly. Who knows? Uh, Christopher Nolan knows, but I don't. And another newer one I checked out is uh, we watched Freaky, which is kind of like the horror comedy version of the hot chick and it was fun film it was really fun i i enjoyed vince vaughn's acting and character in this like immensely uh i will say it suffered from the comedy horror vibes that like happy death day to or death happy death day to you or the the sequel this and that like they kind of had those quirky like eh, jokes to it whereas like you know, sometimes horror comedy, when you look at things like Evil Dead 2, Army of Darkness, even some of the the, like, the Leprechaun films, some of the Nightmare on Elm Streets, where it's like it's horror, it's gory, but you got Freddy with his perverted one-liners, and they worked perfectly. Freaky for the demographic, it worked. But I kind of was hoping we'd get like a new, like an evolution in how horror comedy could work, where it could still be like gory creepy but still have like those light-hearted humor moments to kind of like set you up for a jump scare or something like gruesome happening instead of less like one-liners after the gruesome shit you know but freaky was still really good strongly recommend that movie as well like all the stuff i'm watching like i've been watching like a lot of stuff like his dark material season two started i'm not even caught up i'm like two episodes in I think they're on episode four. So, you know, his dark material really caught me off guard, especially after season one, because I wasn't a fan of, I think it was what, The Golden Compass is what it's based on. I wasn't a fan of that movie, never read the books. So I went kind of into season one blind, not knowing anything about it, and was easily, like, just consumed by it. And I was like, okay, this is a good show. I can't wait for season two. And now season two started great same with the mandalorian so i waited till season one was done i watched the first episode of season one when it came out then i was like okay this is great since it's a streaming service i'm gonna wait till all the episodes are done i could avoid spoilers and i'm actually really good at avoiding spoilers so i watched season one right when it was done i just binge watched it now season two watched the first episode i was like okay this is good and now i'm like you know what i'm gonna wait and somehow I'm able to avoid all the spoilers even though everyone likes to tweet about it when the episodes go live i've been avoiding all the spoilers Except for the Ahsoka stuff. Because, you know, you couldn't not see it. It was actually popping up as ads on, like, 
various social media platforms. I'm like, okay, well, I know she appears, but I already knew that anyways because it was announced. So The Mandalorian Season 2, I'm waiting for that to end, and then I'll binge watch that one sitting. And I'm trying to think what other movie I've been watching a lot of like older stuff. I went back and I started rewatching the X-Files on Hulu because I love the X-Files. If I had to rank my top five TV shows of all time, it'd be X-Files in no particular order, by the way, X-Files, uh, Scrubs, Justified. Ooh, let's see what else I'm trying to think. Oh, Psych and Burn Notice. But, you know, there's obviously other ones. Like, five is kind of could be interplaced with, like, five other shows. But those are, like, you know, easily top five. So X-Files made me watching it. And I miss when shows were, like, 20-plus episodes. Like, I was watching season one, and I'm like, it's like, play next episode. I'm like, it's like episode, season one, episode 18. I'm like, there's 18 episodes. And it was like, see, play episode 20, 21. And I'm like, I forgot in, like, the 90s and this and that shows would have 20 something episodes because i'm used to like the streaming era of tv shows now where you'll get anywhere from like six to eight episodes per season maybe 10 if it's you know on a specific streaming network whereas on tv you might get you know 15 16 episodes but i forgot when like you would have 24 to almost 30 episodes per season things like star trek the next generation x files like the the late 80s early 90s shows did not mess around with how many episodes you got per season like i'm just now i think 10 episodes into season 2 of the x files which is like over thir- like over 30 episodes and you wouldn't think that hey it's a lot of episodes but i'm really enjoying like i as a kid x files came out what 93 so i was like seven eight years old and i just remember having to like sneakily watch the x-files because i was a kid but i loved aliens like loved aliens so much and going back and like remembering some of the episodes i was like i remember these episodes being really creepy as a kid i was talking to one of my friends about this and he was like remember this episode that episode i remember those creeping me out i'm like yeah me too and now i'm like re-watching them and they're not creepy like per se because one i've already seen them and two i love that there was no real cg so to speak and in the episodes it was all practical effects makeup you know props and this and that and i was like oh i i appreciate how much effort went into the x-files and yes i will be finishing the whole entire series at some point i thought about starting an x-files podcast just talking about every episode like watching them or doing quick like reviews of them couldn't find anyone to co-host it with me, which is kind of sad because, like, I want to start an X-Files podcast so bad. Like, I just love that show. And on top of it, like, a lot of stuff I watch in my free time, if I have time to kill, I'm watching UFO files. I'm watching documentaries about UFOs and, like, the Phoenix Lights and this and that. Like, I love UFOs. I believe in extraterrestrial life forms. I don't believe a lot of the story i don't believe like 99 percent of the, the the stories that have come out about like you know sightings and abductions like don't get me wrong i'm not wearing a tinfoil hat with like maps and drawing boards being like aliens are over here this not like i'm not a conspiracy theorist like i'm just rational enough to realize hey it's kind of an ego trip if we really think we're the only biological life forms in the whole entire universe and all the galaxies we're the only life form really like all right sure so yeah, that's that's really you know TV shows and movies going on. I'm next year's gonna be so good, honestly, with all this stuff coming out. And even like to you know rewind a bit. Let's like take a couple steps back. Let's like mm, let's let's mm, put a pin in that. 
go back to video games cyberpunk 2077 is coming out like i said next episode i'm gonna be talking about like some of the journalism issues with not the journalists themselves but with the reaction of the public and the nerds and gamers that are so up in arms about a review when you realize reviews aren't gonna affect whether or not you play the game i've played games that literally have like two or three out of ten and i enjoy them okay it's opinion at the end of the day outside of actual someone talk about technical issues or tech side of things everything else is opinion based reviews cannot be matter of factly no matter how you try and word it a review of any form of entertainment movie tv show video games books comic books always will be opinion based now when you're reviewing tech like a computer like hardware or this that you can those can be factual based because you can you know uh, uh, two of the same phones have all the same settings everything in them and they could still do the same amount of things. One can't do more than the other if you have two exact matching pieces of technology. Whereas, you know, anyone can interpret anything. Look at that one, The Last of Us Part Two. Never going to play it. Have no desire to play it. I played the first one. I loved it. My favorite, one of my favorite PlayStation exclusives, The Last of Us Part One. Okay? Uh, some of the marketing things in this net they did with the Part Two in this net kind of made me realize, okay, you know what? I'm not going to lose sleep if I don't play this game. But I'm also not going to go out of my way to play it or bash it on the internet. I personally just don't want to play it. And that's my opinion. It could be a great game to some people. Other people might hate it. That's your opinion. Okay? So, you know, that's that's it. That's really... Mm. And so that's it for gaming, movie, movie, movies, TV shows, this and that. One thing I will talk about, because I never talk about this actually regular books or well in my case audiobooks because i have audible account i love audible not a not an ad not a plug i just love audible i love audiobooks so much and i've actually been reading well listening while i'm working in this net on a lot of books and there's one series by rr R. haywood called the undead series there's a lot of parts to it by the way and i think it's an audible exclusive for audio like 100 percent. i don't think you can get physical prints because there's a lot of books for it such a good i like i don't know i've been on a zombie kick lately not in games or comics or anything or movies or anything like that. just like in a book format a lot of zombies and um aliens lately so besides the undead from rr haywood i've also been listening to a book called fear the sky part of the fear saga there's three books from stephen moss another great book uh, I'm about halfway through it. I'm just loving, like, it's one of the things, like, I fall asleep, I'll listen to audiobooks, I'll put, on Audible, you could set a sleep timer, so I'll set the sleep timer for, like, 45 minutes, put on the book, lay down in bed, zone out, and at least I won't lose my part. Or if I'm, you know, just, you know, chilling, doing dishes, working out, cleaning, or this and that, put on an audiobook, relax, listen to that. And if you haven't already, and you're into zombies or aliens or like that, Definitely check out The Undead or Fear of the Sky. Really good franchise, like really good series, really good stories. Um, another one is The Dark Country by Ramsey Campbell. Another really good one. It, you know, I, I I do, like I never talk about it on the podcast, but I do listen to a lot of books. A lot. I try and listen to at least like one or two complete audiobooks a week. And it's been like that for the past two years or so for me. Like, so I'm going through like a hundred books 
audiobooks a year. I could be doing more, obviously, but I, I think that's not bad for where I'm, when I'm where I'm at. You know, hundred books a year. That's pretty good. There's fifty two books weeks in a year. That's you know, one point what mm, just under two. So like one point seven, one point eight books a week. So not bad. Like yeah, but that's it for movies, video games, books, comic books, all the stuff that like I've been you know ingesting in my free time or while i'm multitasking uh like i said there's two episodes this week this episode 63 episode 64 i'm going to be going in on journalism uh public reactions to it why i think it's just you know that's why it wasn't worth it for that's why i stepped away from i'm honestly i'm just gonna be telling the story why i stepped away from reviewing video games and you know there's just a lot it's stupid and i'm just gonna talk about it you know so with that being said, thank you for listening to episode three of a Nerd Name Mark podcast. If you haven't already, you can find the podcast at anchor.fm slash A-N-N-M podcast. It's on Google Play, Stitcher, was it Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere you listen to podcasts, it is available. You can follow me on social media to search a Nerd Name Mark. You'll find me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, YouTube. The Snapchat is still Ion Bane. That's linked on all my Twitter stuff. Uh, really just shit posting, memes, comp calls, you know, movies, video games, stuff like that. So thank you for listening. I, like I said, took some time off, had to work on some other things. I'm glad to be back. Uh, if you're a returning listener, thank you for, you know, being patient. I've had people reaching out to emails and even DMs just making sure I'm okay. You know, they're just like, hey, are you doing all right? Like, what's the deal? Like, you haven't, you know, I heard from you in three weeks. Like, I kind of like fell off of social media, like outside of Twitter. Like, I wasn't really on Facebook. I wasn't really messaging anybody. I was just kind of like in a bubble. And now I'm out of the bubble, revitalized, refreshed, ready to go back at it with podcast episodes. So thank you for listening to episode 63 of a Nerd Named Mark podcast. My name is Mark, and I'm a nerd. 